It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? How dare you send me porn on Facebook? Paula? Was the end ultimately like who sat on the sword chair? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 373. Ugh. Whoa. Ugh. What was that? It was like flat note. I like got stuck in. <laughs> I felt like a baby houseman's sister on Dirty Dancing. <laughs> That's what I sounded okay. like. For all be forgotten. What, what song did she sing in the talent show? Oh, oh something like. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> That's me, baby husband's sister. Shut up, baby. That was the only part I remember. Hello? Oh. Yeah, no, I was. Oh, God, you. I thought we lost connection. I'm sorry. No. All right. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. So, it has come and gone. Senior ball, our last high school dance is over. It was an exciting evening. And yes, as I saw I, the photos. As I told you last week, Malia was nominated for Senior Ball Queen. She did not win, which was a drag. And it was funny because she's like, it's no big deal. And I go, well, who won? She goes, oh, some random. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you're kind of upset, but not really. They, she showed me a picture of the royal court, yeah. and they were all having such a blast. It didn't really matter That's who good. won. Yeah, it was cute. But I said, God, you didn't win. I'm really surprised. She goes, well, I am too. I said, you should be. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But I said, God, I'm trying to be an adult about it, but I'm kind of annoyed. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I just figured people just were circling whatever because it didn't matter. And, you know, we didn't win. And I said, okay. So because there were so many people that wanted to be in a group together, you and I, when we were going at, g- growing up in high school, there were not too many groups that I can recall where there would be like 15 couples who would want to go together. No, it was usually like maybe like three pe- like three couples. Like maybe a double date. But other than that, it was pretty one-on-one. So the trend that I've seen for the last like decade is that there's so many people that they want to like be together that there will be like 15 couples, which is like 30 kids. So anywhere between 10 and 15 couples – where in the world, what restaurant are you going to go to and have this kind of group? How many limos is that? Well, even if they get a party bus. I mean, like, and some of them do. Some people get party buses so they can fit all these people and to go wherever. I don't, I mean, you would have to rent out a hall to have that many people at a dinner, you know, if you wanted to go out to dinners with all your friends. And so this group started getting bigger and bigger. And it was so big that some people started splitting off going, you know what, just the four of us are going to do this. And so ultimately there were like six or seven couples. Right. And I said, okay, but they couldn't figure out where to eat. Everybody had a different thought. And I said, how about this? I go, why don't you just have it here at the house? Because we can totally fit that many people. Yeah. And then you guys can all just leave from here, go to the dance and go off to whatever you're doing afterwards. Oh, that sounds fun. So she fielded the idea and everybody loved it. And so I said, all right, great. So we figured out a menu. It was just going to be pasta with some red sauce and pesto salad, you know, real basic stuff. And then like little baby turkey burger sliders. And so ultimately by, I see Daryl and I went shopping like the day, two days before. 
Yeah. And we're so, so we're going through this sh- and I do this every time. Now we have thrown some epic parties at this house and every single time we're at this, we're at Costco or whatever and we're buying everything. I get this sense of dread and he's like, what's the matter? And I said, I don't think we have enough food. He's like, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I'm starting to get concerned because we're talking about like 12 or 13 kids and then all their parents are coming because they want to take pictures because this is the last dance. So you have to feed the parents too? Yeah, which I was totally cool with, by the way. And so I said, so now we're talking about 30 people and I'm afraid that we don't have enough food. So Daryl and I started, first of all, we cleaned for like hours and hours. We cleaned this house. So it was immaculate. And then we did all the food and it's like this countdown to when people start to arrive. And people are very on time when it comes to stuff like this. So at 5.59, the first four people showed up. Oh, for God's sake. And I said, well, we ran out of time. (laughs) And Daryl's cooking burgers at the time. And I said, well, luckily everything is very fairly set up. We had a really pretty table set up for the kids. We had everything on ice, you know, because we had some wine and beer and stuff for the parents. Mm -hmm. By 6.10, our house was full of people full of people everybody showed up it was paula it was so much fun (laughs) it was so fun the kids wow everybody looked great all the parents were super excited there were even dads there which was shocking because usually this is this is a mom thing you know it's like oh honey let me see you you look so handsome but you know dads now they're more hands-on well a couple yes but it was i mean there was only a couple dads but i mean still considering i didn't expect any um, th- okay, so this one uh, mom showed up. Her daughter was the date of a boy that was going, and <laughs> she showed up with her sister, and they okay. became my best friends. Like we're oh. we're best friends now, and so we literally <laughs> we ended up sitting down. They have four sisters, so there's four wow. of them. I was also telling them that I had three sisters as well, so there's four and four. Although they have two brothers that are much younger than them. They're not as close, but the four of them. There's six of them? Yes. And she's like, Jeez. really can't get into it, but we have some parental issues. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I go, I feel like I'm looking in the mirror. So Seriously. the mom is the was the oldest of the four siblings. And then the sister who was with her was like the middle sister. They have an Allison. <laughs> <laughs> they have the one kind of weird, unusual personality. She goes, yes, yeah, she lives in Tennessee. We don't really talk to her that much. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, wow, that's interesting. So... We totally bonded. Everybody had a great time. Their rosé was flowing, you know, beer. Everybody had a great time. And then it was over just like that. They all left and the house was empty. It was like two hours of whirlwind and then it was over. Some of the parents even gave us some money for everything, which was super nice. nice. Yeah. Everybody looked amazing and it was just so cool. Now, the only thing that sucked is it was pouring down rain. Oh, yeah. So the pictures that we were taking were terrible. Nobody got really good photos, unfortunately, at our house because of the rain and stuff. And it really sucked because Daryl worked so hard on the front yard. You know, there was we planted new flowers and everything was beautiful. And then it was was really coming down that day. Oh, God, it was the worst. You couldn't even go out on, like, the deck or... No, nothing. It was raining. because you guys don't have anything covering. It's more like a pergola, huh? Yes. So they took off. Everybody left. About 10 o'clock, Malia texts us and says, well, we're coming back. Uh, Dance is almost over, so we're going to come back, and then we're going to Jacob's house. Their parents are hosting the after party. 
and I met Jacob's oh. parents. Jacob's parents, uh, Jacob is not their oldest. They have five kids, I think. What the hell is going on? I know. I thought we were the only ones. You know, we would we would go out with our four children, and people would ask if we were Mormon. Okay, so and these people are not Mormon either. So it was just really funny to hear all of these people have all these children. See, I feel stiffed because I wanted a big family, but, you know, I was cut off after two. Uh, Paula, you wouldn't have survived a third. I know. I just don't think you would have made it. Probably would have been delivered at my feet. Probably. So I met his parents and they were, because they were there hanging out with us, super cool people. And, you know, I think I know a lot about parenting. I've raised four. I have seen a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of stuff with these kids from mental health to, you know, dances and virginity losses and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I met parents who knew more than I did. Wow. And it was very refreshing because <laughs> I was opening. like, I was like, oh, this must be so exciting for you. You know, Jacob, they're like, well, we have two more to go. And I said, oh, my gosh. She's like, yeah, we have two adults, Jacob, and then two more. And the youngest is nine. So they have some time before this is really their final, final rodeo. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And you could see the experience in their faces. And I don't mean they looked old. I just mean the confidence of parenting was strong in these people. And it was... But, I mean, did they look like they had lost, like, their desire to continue? No. Good. No, they are they are good, solid mom and dad. That makes me happy. They said, well, we're having the after party at our house. And I said, that's fine. I said, you know what? Initially, I thought about it, but I really struggle with alcohol, like giving them alcohol. And so I just decided I didn't want to do it. I said, but if it mm-hmm. happens, as long as you don't let them drive, I don't really care. And she's like, done and done. We, we, we know the rule. And I said, OK, cool. So they came back to our house at 10 because the girls all had to change because they did not bring their change of clothes with them. So mm-hmm. Malia and all of her girlfriends and their dates walk in the door at 10, 1030. And right when they walk in the door, all the lights went out. And I said, Malia, I go, why'd you shut off the lights? And she goes, what are you talking about? We had a full on blackout right oh, when they walked no. in the door. <laughs> you know what? I think our light, our power went out too. Really? And what was funny is Olivia is terrified of the dark. Oh. And so if you're in our room, there's two windows in the main bedroom area. But if you're anywhere near like the bathroom or the closet, there's nothing in there. It's like pitch black. Oh, boy. And so the lights went out and I knew she was in our room. And I'm like, Olivia, I'm coming. She's like, Mom! <laughs> so, yeah. I went running in there with my cell phone with the flashlight on I to know. get her. And she came out with her arms stretched out trying to <gasps> hug me. Oh, <laughs> little thing. Yeah, so the lights go out and I said, no one move anything just stand where you are because they were on stairs and stuff oh really yeah daryl we'll talk about daryl later in another show next week uh, on sunday show but i don't know what's going on with him right now i i really don't know but he runs out to the backyard and goes into the shed he's like i'm getting the lantern and he goes running to the shed so he goes, don't anybody move. I'm getting the lantern. So he goes into the backyard in the pouring rain and, and is looking. And I can see him with his little phone flashlight looking for the lantern. He was in there forever. And I come out and go, what are you doing? And he goes, 2,500 people out of power. I'm like, you're standing in the shed looking at your phone? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so he finally, <laughs> finally digs through, gets his lantern. 20 minutes later, he comes in. The power goes back on. And he's like, well, I guess I didn't need the lantern. I'm like, 
no, I guess not. We had flashlights. We're good. So they left. Daryl and I had a cocktail and crashed. Malia showed up around 10 a.m. the next morning. They had done a little partying and then sobered up, fell asleep and came home. She goes, I think I woke. She goes, I think I fell asleep at 4 a.m. And I said, oh, awesome. First party. At 4 a.m.? Yeah. They partied all night. Mm. I thought it was great. Malia's not a big drinker or anything. So I'm sh- I, she probably did like a sip of something and said, oh, Burns. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> but I get the impression that most of these boys know how to drink beer. So I'm sure it was wow. fun. Though. I'm sure they had a good time. Yeah, so it was a super fun weekend. I mean, we're exhausted. I It took me two days to recover from that. It was a lot in a very short period of time. Good. But it was so fun. And all the parents were so nice. All the kids looked amazing. It was just a super... I just loved it. I, I loved it. It was not bittersweet in any way whatsoever. It was just so great to see it. And, it, you know, there's a little bit of me. It's just like, oh, this is it, man. We're done with this. Like, yeah, I know. It's kind of exciting that, you well, know. I mean, if you still have children living at home, it will be for a while. I know, but that but that's not the point. There are adults living their life. This is like the requirement of getting them to the next level of adulthood. This is it. You know, we've only got like two more weeks. She's going to graduate and then it's college. And then, and then she's going to be moving on to doing her thing. It's just kind of exciting. The freedom that comes with that thought, you know, even though I love right. every second of this and I'm not not going to miss it. But it's just it's kind of like, OK, one thing down, one more to go. It's been kind of like that. It's really neat. Really, yeah. I'm enjoying it. But I'm also enjoying there's like this little light at the end of the tunnel going, your life's going to change soon. You know, it's kind of neat. Well, that's good. I can't I wait mean, till you get to start doing this because it's coming. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I feel like it is actually coming at me warp speed because Ryan's going to be an eighth grader next year. And I'm just like, holy crap. I feel like he was just in fifth grade. You know, you know? in four years, he'll be heading into a senior year. I know. Yeah. I, I just, I can hardly handle it. He yeah. got his yearbook yesterday. Oh. So, of course, we went through it together and I pointed out all the girls that I thought were cute. Of and he's just like, mom, no. Okay, so this is the weirdest thing ever. He points out all the girls that he thinks are cute. They have giant faces. What? Like, all of them. Maybe it was I'm like, where, where are you? getting these giant faced girls ryan they're all like john Kerry. their faces are like 20 percent larger than the average teenage girl what's what? going on are they big breasted perhaps i don't know they're big faced i know interesting. that but i don't understand it's so weird like, how they and where do they fashion their taste for women i always wonder you know what thing made them go i really like large-faced girls like where did that come from well it's not for me because every girl i i pointed out all the cute blondes and he didn't like any of them well i pointed out all the cute mexicans and black chicks so well that's okay i mean there's nothing wrong. i mean i don't care i'm just like whatever floats your boat but what's interesting is where did that come from that's my my i'm always curious about where do people find what what triggers them like what makes them go oh my god i find all men who are blonde hot or i love you know guys with dark hair or whatever i know what triggers it for him their asses (laughs) j-lo yep kim kardashian no he doesn't like kim kardashian really he doesn't think her ass is real it is and he thinks it's too big too it is definitely pronounced, and I definitely think it's enhanced for sure. But it is always funny. It'll be interesting to see who his first homecoming date or whatever will be. It's always, that's when you start to get an idea of their taste. 
It's really funny. Somewhere there's a footprint in our brain that makes us go, I only like guys with dark hair and blue eyes, for example. And I've always, personally, I've always loved that look. It's never, ever left me. It's one of the reasons why I like Bradley Cooper. You know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. And I don't know where that comes from. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. You know, I do have a particular taste, but I don't always stick to that. Anyway, moving on. So I know you don't watch Game of Thrones. I, I have never seen an episode in my You've life. You've never seen an episode. Okay. Well, I've watched every episode since season one. And how many seasons were there? There were eight. Okay. And oh. there, there were six episodes this last season, and they were all about an hour and a half long. They were extra long. So they were all like, it was like six movies, basically. Were you one of the people that petitioned for a new season eight? Fuck no. I've never okay. signed a fucking petition for anything so ridiculous in my life. I see that and I'm like, you know what? Take that passion and put it towards something important. You and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's like, there are blue whales dying in the Bay Area. We don't know mm-hmm. why. There are there are sea creatures that need our assistance. I saw a picture of a bird throw up plastic. Can oh, we maybe I sign a petition? Can we sign a petition to do something about that, please? I was actually surprised that bird had so many contents in his stomach. That was a little bird. Yeah. It was sad is what it was. I mean, it so, was, but I'm just saying yeah. like, that was a pretty small bird. Can we take the nerd rage and apply it towards something real? I would love that. It's it To me, and I read something today, one of the actresses, she's like, no, I am not surprised that people are outraged over the ending, but it is offensive and it's a bit disrespectful. And then I saw another thing. It goes, hey, here's an idea. How about thanking the people who gave you eight years of amazing entertainment and, you know, just shutting the fuck up about the fact that they didn't do exactly what you want. But now we live in this world where everybody's voice matters and everyone's opinion needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we're going to sign a petition. A million people signed it. A million people. I'm like, you guys, are, I hope I don't know any of you. None of you. Embarrassing. And they did that because they just didn't like the way it ended? Or? They did not like the way it ended. They thought that people, certain characters weren't given their due or whatever. I'm like, you're due. God. I just, I, why can't people just enjoy it for what it is and then set it free and move on with your life pleasantly? Like, why does everything have to be a thing? Can't you just say, you know what? I've really enjoyed watching Game of Thrones. Maybe I'll pick up the books, which are about 100% better than the show. And, you know, read in the sun, you know, under a palm tree or something. Get your satisfaction with the stories in the books, which is where all of this comes from. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I personally loved it. I enjoyed it very much. Tyler, my son, watched it with me. We sat together and watched it the night the night it came out. We had some very lovely dialogue about our likes and dislikes, and he went to bed and I went to bed. So it was the end ultimately like who sat on the sword chair? Uh, okay, obviously these are spoilers. I don't think too many of the people that listen to the show watch it. Or if they do, they would have already watched it. It's been a week. By oh, the time yeah. by the time people listen to this, it'll be about a week. So, okay, spoiler alert if you are one of those people. The dragon there's one dragon left. The the girl with the white hair was killed by Jon Snow. 
Daenerys. Yeah, Daenerys was stabbed in the heart because she was a nut job and she was going to kill everybody. Oh, when did that happen? I thought she was kind of cool. She was never actually was cool. She was always kind of crazy. And it's just that people didn't want to acknowledge it because she had been through so much in the beginning. But she mm-hmm. was she was big on revenge and she always has been. And so Jon Snow killed her mm-hmm. and the dragon comes up. And he's super heartbroken because dragons are actually super smart. They're like the dolphins of the sky. And so he was so upset that his quote unquote mother had died. He burned the throne and turned it into a puddle of metal. He burned Mm -hmm. it. And so the throne no longer exists. He picked up his mother and flew away. And so that was the end of that. So, no, John did not end up on the throne. Bran, the the uh, boy in the wheelchair, did. I don't even know who that is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. People were upset. He was on the throne because he was in a wheelchair? No, he just got chosen. He was chosen. But it's, I don't even want to get into it because it doesn't matter. It, people were upset that he was the chosen one. And whatevs, it doesn't matter. I thought it was a great episode. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the book, uh, which will come out soon, I hope. And I, we, we will get to read how it all goes down. But hey, a lot of people in the Sword and the Stone were upset that, you know, Arthur, the little skinny yeah. boy, pulled the sword out. Exactly. And he was the chosen one. But that's just how it went down. Yeah, because the thing is, is it's always the least likely person that's going to be chosen. And that's kind of the thing. And at the end of the day, all the people who were represented by the wolves, the Starks, they basically rule the world now. One of them is the king of the six realms. His sister is the queen of the north. Her brother who killed Daenerys went farther north and he's up there. And the little girl who's the ninja, she's ruling the sea. So it's like they oh, they literally are ruling the world. So it happy ending. I don't know why people are upset about that. I think it's great. <laughs> but anyway. What, what did they what did the people hope would ha- have happened? I think they wanted John to be on the throne. And there was some talk that they would rule together, that, that Daenerys and Jon would rule together. But she was crazy. She was always crazy. It was never mm. not. You know, they called her the Mad Queen for a reason. So anyway, satisfied, happy, you know, sure. no petition signing going on. Just enjoying it, moving on to my next whatever I'm going to watch. Well, I mean, I think that's the whole thing about when series ends mm-hmm. is you you're curious to see like how they end and you know you always know there's the potential that it's gonna suck or it's gonna end perfectly or strangely and yes you know there's always no one's ever happy not usually there's always shows or movies that end in such a manner that you're either you either hate it like a lot of people hated the way the sopranos ended i hated the way the sopranos ended i didn't really mind because i was just like you know, I was just like, either they got shot and killed or they were fine. And, you know, who knows? I just, but I mean, I, we'll yeah. never know. And, no, we don't. That's the point. And, and who cares? I guess that was my point. Yeah. I, I don't believe there were any petitions going around to, you know, reshoot the last episode of The Sopranos. And there, and yes, there have been some very satisfying season ending or series ends. I thought Breaking Bad was probably one of the best series ends I've ever seen ever. My favorite series ending of all times was yeah. Six Feet Under. Oh, me too. 
That Me was too. by far the best series ending I probably have ever seen in my life. I I completely left that show. Yes. Utterly satisfied. Me too. It was like the best series sex ever. And you know, here's the thing. I wept and I mean ugly cried through that whole conclusion. I don't know if I did or not. I don't really remember. Oh my god, Paula, that was what it was and it was cuz it was satisfying. It there was yeah. a, it was a subtle time jump. But everything was kind of like status pro quo. But the whole point was we were what I loved is that we got to see how they were going to pass away. You got closure on. Oh, my God. It was wonderful. And like when the mom died and the dad was there, she could see him. Oh, my God. I'm getting chills. I've got like goosebumps. Such a good series. You're correct. I would say that's probably one of my favorite, most favorite series ends ever was Six Feet Under. It was so good. Now, like Ryan, the mm-hmm. one that gets under his skin mm. is Inception. He oh, cannot really? stand because it <laughs> shows that little thimble or thing spinning. Yes. And it looks like it might tilt, but you're not sure. And then it goes black. And oh. he's just like, I don't know. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. So yeah, I thought we were just talking like, about series. I'm like, Inception's a show? No, no, no It's a movie. But yeah. he, he hates that movie just for that. I mean, he loves that movie just until that part. Because... He's like, so was he dreaming with his kids or was he really there with his kids? You, you know? get to decide. And that's what I told him. I said, it's up to you to decide. He's like, I want to know. <laughs> so. Yeah, I get it. Oh, speaking of movies. Um, so we have to go, not you, but Daryl and I, we have to go see John Wick 3. Have you seen any of the John Wick movies? Uh, just the two minutes that I was at your house and everybody oh my God. died oh, like 50,000 times. That was John Wick 2. These movies are so damn good. They're so good. So I don't we're... know how you can say that, Jamie. That oh was my god! The most horrific two minutes of my life. Oh, it was. That was the climax. It was the worst part. Of the rest of it's very good. It's it probably so good. was the worst part. And I had my thirteen-year-old there, and you're like, "Oh, this is good." Then I'm just like, "Ryan, close your eyes." No. Oh god, it's so good. You let him play war games on Xbox. It's no different. It's it is literally... different. No, it I make isn't. him turn off the blood. Okay. Okay, here's the next thing I want to talk about. Now, I do not follow golf except for Tiger Woods because it's the only thing I really... I mean, Daryl plays golf. He He's very good. His dad plays. They're, they've gone to the PGA Pro-Am and the tour and all that stuff in Pe- Pebble Beach. And they're really into it. And Daryl's really into it. He's always I, been. I don't know how anyone can follow golf. It's so fucking boring. I agree. <laughs> in fact, I can't tell you how many years Daryl goes, you know, it would be so funny if you went with us. And I'm like, not in a million I'd have I'm to never, be wasted. I'm not going. I He goes, but you get to see da-da-da-da. And I said, I can't even imagine. I go, I, when I see those golf tournaments where there's thousands and thousands of people standing around watching someone hit a ball with a stick, I just, now I know it's hard. I don't think it's easy. I've tried golfing. I cannot do it. So I do know that it takes a lot of skill. But to watch someone else do it, I, I would rather put a needle in my eye. I mean, I can't fathom doing that. And actually going excited to go and watch someone do it is even worse. I'd rather go to the gynecologist. (laughs) I remember when mom was in real estate. Oh, God. Um, She had to go to these (laughs) golf things all the time. Yeah. And one time she had to go to this place. I think it was in Gray Eagle, wherever the hell that is. Mm -hmm. She never went alone because it was always like an overnight thing. She always made one of us go with her. I don't know if you remember that. No, I never went. 
she just refused to go alone because she, you know some of those guys would get drunk and like oh, super God. slimy and stuff like that yes and so you know mom being the upstanding citizen she is she uh always made sure she had one of her kids with her yeah because that'll so. prevent it <laughs> i know and so no it was worse they started hitting on me yeah i was exactly. like you know, 16 or something like that so we had like this garbage like the silver garbage can attached to the back of the um golf cart and it was just ice and beer mm. and so we drove around and you know handed out beers or something oh like mom that. drove the bar cart but i was driving because you know i wasn't drinking right that was probably the funnest part of the golf was because i didn't have to watch anybody and oh i just got God. to dr- drive the golf cart around so that's what made it bearable for me people were happy to see you yeah you but alcohol. then i went inside the little um I wouldn't even call it the gift shop. It was just like the little shop inside and they had the clothes and everything. Do you know how expensive those clothes were? Uh, yes, I do. Because my husband golfs. It was so, yes. insanely ridiculous. I'm like, this fucking polo is like $70. I'm like, that's stupid. It's a special polo shirt, Paula. It's it, dry. Breathe? It's breathable and dry wick and that's everything. Dumb. And it's made by some famous super old golfer who is notoriously popular with people who golf. John Handy or whatever. There's a reason. There's a reason I'm bringing this up. So oh, okay. over the weekend there was a big tournament, and this uh, golfer who apparently is very uh, he's on fire right now. He's winning everything. His name is Brooks Kepka. Is that supposed to mean something to me? He's no. I'm just telling you his name. He's really cute, and he's doing really well. He keeps he's winning a bunch of stuff. So his girlfriend and I, I think her name is Jill something. Anyway, she, or Gina. I can't remember. She's really pretty. Shockingly. Mm-hmm. And because um, he's cute, too. And he's rich, of course. And I guess famous if you're into golf. So he had one more round to go, like one more hole to go. And he was winning. And she was walking with him to the final hole. And she leans in and she tries to kiss him. And he brutally snubs her, like hardcore snubs her. He he uh, he did everything but put his hand up into her face and push her away. Like he totally well, snubbed concentrating, her. concentrating, it. Right. The ESPN camera is right in front following them, and he totally, and she's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And she kind of, like, walks off. And it was a big deal because it was really rude, what he did. <laughs> and I I saw the video, and I said, okay, it's not like, get the hell off of me. It was nothing like that. It was a lot of physical body language saying, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you trying to kiss me right now? You know, I would never do it personally. I don't know why she even thought it would be okay to do that when he's totally focused. Especially, it's like, it's the last hole. You know, you can't wait. And he's going to win. And so, I and he's talking to his caddy and everything. So he literally, like, gives her this body language, like, I don't even know why you're even existing right now. And turns and he's talking to his caddy. And she's just like, all right, all right. And she kind of feels, and you can see she feels totally awkward. Because there's, like, 100 cameras watching all of this. Yeah. So the next day, she was, of course, interviewed by Golf.com, wanting to know her feelings on the matter. And she's like... I'm a little liberal with the PDA, and he is not, and it was poor timing, essentially. She goes, I'm cool. I'm fine with it. But I can't imagine having that all captured on camera on a nationally televised event and saying, I'm okay with it. Like, what do you say? What do you say? How do you deal with that? I don't know. I thought it was an awkward moment. Yeah, it probably was. But I mean, to be perfectly honest, I probably would have said, you know what? It was just terrible timing. I I should have known better. You know, it's the last hole he's about to win. And I'm trying to lean in for a kiss. And what am I trying to do? Break his, his, you know, what's that called? Concentration. Concentration. I mean, 
you know, it was just... Well, I mean, it, it was, was just a dumb thing to do. I'm just wondering, it's like, why was she even walking with him? Like, why wasn't she somewhere with all the other wives? Like, why wasn't she in an area where she could be seen so that he knows she's there supporting him, but she's just standing there and, and watching it happen? That would be like if, you know, Aaron or, you know, if uh, not Aaron Rogers, but uh, who's the really cutie pie on the Patriots? Uh, that, oh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. If Gazelle came down on the sidelines right before the Super Bowl. You know, right before right. they're going to win, the Super Bowl goes, here, sweetie, The last wah, 10 wah, seconds, wah. and she yeah. takes his helmet off and gives him a big kiss. Before she, before he runs out to throw it in, you know? It's like, no, of course not. It's, just, it's Accessibility is not permission. Well, I bet she won't be walking with him the next time. I hope she's still his girlfriend the next time. Because <laughs> <laughs> she may not be. Oh, her name's Jenna. Jenna Sims. Jenna Sims. Jenna Sims. Oh, and the new Kardashian baby's name is not Bear, like I thought. It's Psalm. No, Psalm. Psalm. You know when you're on, when you're he's going to be on an interview and they'll be like, um, so Saul, no Psalm with an M. Psalm. That's going to be fun. Oh, Jenna Sims, born December thirtieth, nineteen eighty-eight. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, she was Miss Teen USA 2007. How did those two meet, I wonder? <laughs> God. Was she hosting at some golf event? She's from Winder, Georgia. Georgia? Georgia? She stars in the 2012 film Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. <laughs> she is? Oh, have you seen that movie? Probably. I, I don't even know how, know how someone like that meets someone. Well, I mean, you know, I, I know that... I know that there are people who will completely disagree with me, and that's fine. And I may change my mind one day, but I've always he's not even that cute. I've always, he's very wealthy. I've always maintained that women who participate in pageants, not the one where you get the scholarship or whatever, the lesser known ones, especially the state level in like the southern states. Uh-huh. This is so terrible. No one's going to agree with me. I sometimes think that those women do those just to find a rich man. Just to find a rich husband. You know, here's my thing is, I mean, I get it. I'm sure that's probably very true, all that stuff. But, you know, I'm not totally wowed by famous people. I mean, I like to see famous people. I think it's exciting. But if I met one and spent any length of time with them, you know, it it kind of just goes away. And right. They, they, they just become normal people. Yeah. And I would probably give two shits about how much money they had. If they're you know, an asshole, I wouldn't care. I I wouldn't keep trying to make something happen or whatever. You know, I just, I'm like, you're, you're a dick. I I don't want to, you know, if they're just like, so can I buy a drink? I'd be like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) You know, or if they're really like super nice and it's just like, Hey, this guy's a nice guy. You know, it would be, it would be because he was a nice person. It wouldn't be because he was, was wealthy. Yeah. At least that's for me. That's how it would be. I don't know if I would ever be able to date a professional athlete, personally. It would be really difficult. It would be difficult, I think. I think it would be really, really difficult. But Mm -hmm. I read an article the other day, um, and I forgot who it was for. It was like the wife of this baseball player, and she said that they have a six-day rule that they don't go longer than six days without seeing each other. And so you know no matter where he is if, if if it's been six days they will fly 
to wherever yeah. to see that person. Oh, wait, um, where did we hear that from? Is that I, um, I just Apatow? read that or somewhere or something like that. Yeah. But um, I think that's a good idea. I think six days is kind of long, but especially if you're millionaires, I mean. Yeah. But I mean, if you have little kids at home or school or something like that, I guess I can see that. I mean, you have to go the whole school week and then fly out on Saturday mm-hmm. or Friday night and then you know, spend the weekend going to the game or something like that. But um, but then you also figure you'll have the rest of the year together when they're off season. I don't know. I, spring training. I don't but. think I'd want. You know what? It would just be too. It. I, I, I don't consider myself this, but I think I'd be too insecure. I, I just think I'd be always worried. If I met a professional baseball player that wanted to, like, date me, I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I'm just saying it would be hard. It would be it would be a little difficult. I would make those sacrifices. He would have to wear his uniform every time we had sex. At least the baseball hat. What? That's funny. I am so attracted to baseball players. We're going to do, because we're talking about uh, celebrity athletes, we're going to do ugly and awkward moments meeting embarrassing celebrity moments. So when when you embarrass yourself in front of somebody that's famous. Sandra Bullock at the London premiere of Minions. As she was making her rounds and greeting the fans, it hit me that I was actually going to be able to talk to her. When she finally got in front of me, I panicked and blabbed, your beauty and your grace. <laughs> Luckily, she just laughed. I think that's, that's from, um, is that from Miss Congeniality? Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> this one's good. A friend of mine went to a party after a concert here in Dubai. While there, she fell flat on her face and twisted her ankle on the way down. One guy saw the whole thing and helped her get back up. That guy was Usher. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would die. Oh, here's another awkward moment. My mom once tried waving at Stevie Wonder to get his attention as he came out of a restaurant. (laughs) Wait, say that again? Oh, Paula. My mom once tried waving at Stevie Wonder to get his attention as he came out of a restaurant. Oh, my God. That's funny. Well, it's it's natural, right? I mean, I, I understand, but I mean, I don't know. That's pretty bad. <laughs> this is something that would happen to you. When I was eight... I did a fundraiser for the Special Olympics and got to meet the Jonas Brothers. Because of the nature of the event, we ended up being on the news together. All I did was silently stare at Joe Jonas. So he patted me on the head. (laughs) Did he think she was one of the people there? I went to watch the news recording later on and the information bar at the bottom of the screen blocked my face off like Mike Wazowski. (laughs) Oh my god. That is hilarious. There's something that I would do. I once asked Eddie Murphy if he remembered me after seeing him for a second time in about six weeks. He did not. Aww. (laughs) That's hilarious. These are funny. These are super funny. I don't think I've had any embarrassing celebrity moments. One time I was at the iHeartRadio Festival with Daryl. It was the first time I had gone. And Johnny Galecki was there from The Big Bang Theory. And we were in the VIP section. I went up to get like a gin and tonic or something. And he was there at the bar waiting for his vodka soda because, you know, they have nothing with carbs in it. 
Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman in between us. He was a very tall man, and he was wearing a white and red striped shirt. Okay. The guy grabbed his beard and he walked away. And Johnny Lucky looks at me. He goes, I think we found uh, Waldo. <laughs> I said, I think you're right. <laughs> and of course, I'm staring and I'm going, it's Leonard. It's Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and so in my mind, I'm like, yes. And so I said, I, I think we did. And then I turn away because I'm shy and feeling like an idiot. But uh, yeah, that was my one interaction with a real celebrity. I didn't know how to behave. You should have stuck your hand out and be like, it's Johnny, right? Oh, God. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to. I saw him later at the club. He had a private table with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. It was over. By then, he was all L.A.'d out. It was over. So I missed my chance to, to say anything more than I guess you're right. It's like it's my I carried a watermelon moment. So, <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not. Oh, wow. Okay, so I once got to take a picture with Jason Momoa, and right after the camera went click, I looked up at him and word vomited, I love you, <laughs> and then ran away in embarrassment. Aw, that's sad. Here's the photo. Oh, so good. You know, he's notoriously good at those fan fests. I he- would never. She, like, she had her arm around him, and he had his arm around her. Yeah, he's known for that. He's known for being really personable with those because he's just a really... My armpits are starting to sweat. Why? Because of Jason Momoa? Yes. Have you seen Aquaman? No. Why not? You Because I heard it. it was stupid. <laughs> it's know. Jason Momoa, Paula. Constant, I know, but constantly you know, he's so madly in love with Lisa Bonet, which I don't understand. But... Why? Why do, what, he's, he's allowed to be in love. You can still think he's sexy. I know. So but... what? Anyway, I liked him better when he was all barbaric in Game of Thrones. Have you seen him in Game of Thrones? I've seen all the sex scenes in Game of Thrones. Oh, is it on YouTube? No, it's on porn websites. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You know what? I Just go to a porn website and type in Game of Thrones. I saw something that was trending today called Gay of Thrones. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Gay, game of th- Thongs. Game of no, Thrones. I, no, just, I mean, Game of Thrones has decent sex scenes. They used to. They haven't in a couple of years, but that's... Oh, be- because all the girls renegotiated their contracts saying they weren't going to do nudity anymore. Well, the, the main the main characters never did. It was all the prostitutes in the brothels, but they don't do that anymore. And it's like, one of the reasons is that they stopped... They didn't have any more books to go off of. They had to start writing in a writer's room. Which is why everybody thought that the season sucked from season five until eight, because they no longer had books to refer to. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, the, the sex scenes were pretty freaking good in the beginning. Really good. I saw it was supposed to be hilarious, but I started, because you know how our minds work. It was, <laughs> I'll send it to you in a private message because I don't want to put it on Facebook because it's quite saucy. What is it? It's called. It said my my favorite sex position, and it's called the helicopter. But it, <laughs> I just sent that to Victor last night. But it was a woman. <laughs> it was a woman standing, and the man has his penis in her mouth, but he's the helicopter, so he's yes, like using his I thought head. That was hilarious. I laughed so hard. I was like, "Well, it's feasibly impossible." But of course, it is. It was funny as hell. And then, of course, because I'm naive. I googled helicopter sex position because I didn't understand if it was real or not. Is that something entirely different? It's something entirely different. Oh, God. 
it's a, there's some spinning involved and it looks very uncomfortable. And in fact, it said really not suggested as a, as a, as a satisfying sex position. Cause there's a lot of movement and stuff. And I'm like, this doesn't, and I showed it. It looked like, honestly, you know, when dogs are fucking and one of them is done and they try to escape. Wait, I'm confused. There's quite a few pictures here. Okay. Well, the one I saw was not very comfortable looking. The one I saw, the one I saw, you know how when dogs are having sex and the female goes, you know what, I'm over this, and she, like, turns and tries to run away, but their butts are stuck together? Have you ever seen that? Yes. That's what it looked like. So, to like, me. are these legs kind of scissored? Yes. A little bit? Okay, yes. I see it. I it's see just, it. I'm like, you know what? Can we just stick with the tried and true? Do we have to be creative like this? Can't we find other ways to be creative other than flailing limbs everywhere? I don't like it. Maybe I'm just old fashioned. I just this don't like it. A, uh, <laughs> this guy has <laughs> an American flag bandana on. <laughs> oh, sexy. <laughs> Covering up those hair plugs, are we? Hold on, I'm going to send it to you. Oh, God. You're going to make me see it? Fine. This would be difficult, okay. I, I would imagine. I don't even know how this would be possible. Well, I guess unless you're using a different hole. Then is, this a, is this a video or a photo? I hope it's just a photo. I don't want to see any video of this. Oh, it says my link is blocked. Well, maybe you don't accept naughty pictures. The link you tried to visit goes against our community standards. <laughs> well, excuse me for sending an inappropriate thing. How dare you send me porn on Facebook? Who do you think you are? <laughs> okay, I I just found another one that's even funnier. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm being redirected. You must be 18 to view this. Why are there so many... Yes, I'm 18, for the love of God. They're so... What the heck? <laughs> oh, my God. How... Was... <laughs> He's doing push-ups on her butt. And she's laughing. Because it's hilarious. I bet he's not that big. That's how he's able to do that. You know what? He's probably not even insider. And down he's here just... it says, this guy spins around later, too. This isn't even the full gif. Okay. Okay, oh, somebody says, I call it the archer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. Those are hilarious. These are nuts. That is super funny. Super wow. duper funny. All right, enough of that. I think we've said all there is to say today. Happy Wednesday, Definitely. everybody. <laughs> yes, happy hump day. So, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, Memorial Day is coming up, as is many graduations. So, if you're in the uh, market to purchase some things, Amazon will uh, hook you up. So, if you want to help us out, go to UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button, and start shopping we also have some very uh, fantastic makeup skincare items to offer you at lipandclip.com. So go check that out and purchase some fantastic makeup items. Other than that, we will see you on Sunday, the day before Memorial Day. So you better get to shopping. Uh, use the Prime button and you'll get it in two days. So, okay. Have a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.